Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to the 10th episode in the season 4 of Biblical Phronesis. We have used several episodes in this season to look at Peter, the leadership attribute of Peter, and the leadership attribute of Paul. Now we turn to one of the foremost apostolic fathers of the early church, Polycarp. In ancient times, we love Christian congregation tribe, the modern-day Turkey. Just as the root of Saul of Tarsus can be traced to Turkey, the same can be done for Polycarp, who is one of the foremost apostolic fathers. Polycarp showed leadership courage and confidence until dead, just as Paul called it. So, we trust that a previous episode on Peter and Paul have enriched your understanding about Christian leadership, in particular when it comes to being an advocate, being courageous, and being confident of the message that we carry. Today we turn to the to the prominent apostolic, one of the prominent apostolic fathers. So we are looking at Polycarp in this episode. Our question is: Who was Polycarp as a threshold leader? Who was Polycarp as a treasured leader in the early church? Beloved, Polycarp was a treasured leader among the, the apostolic fathers. He was one of the apostolic fathers who could say he studied at the feet of one of the original 12 apostles. In particular, he studied, Polycarp studied under John the Beloved, the only apostle to live into ripe old age, as he was not beheaded, burnt, or murdered by anybody. John the Beloved lived to his old age. So, threshold in the context of this episode on Polycarp means he had an experience with the apostles, apostles that were unpicked by our Lord Jesus Christ. And that experience in particular set him up for life. He set him apart among the leaders in the early church. In fact, is in fact the personal relationship that he had with people that work with John with Jesus, such as John the Beloved, gave him confidence and courage when he began to lead the early church in in a Turkish town in the early in the early church. So it also gave him a special standing. That relationship he had with John the Beloved gave him a special standing among the believers of that generation in Turkey. Beloved, Polycarp was a bishop or seminar or Ismail, if you want to call it in his present name that is known in Turkey. He exhibited strong leadership until death. You we need to read. Uh, the, the, the story of Polycarp extensively. I'm just highlighting it in the next three episodes. When we look at Revelations 2, Revelation chapter 2, verse 8 to 11, it for one the church is similar of what is to come, what may become of them. And there are some writings that says that that particular text may have been written when Polycarp was presiding as the bishop at Semna. So when we look at that text, specifically the text says, And to the angel of the church is seminar right. This thing says the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. We are referring to Jesus 
Jesus is being referred to in that verse 8. Verse 9 says, I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Verse 10. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. The final verse. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Exactly that was what Polycarp did. Indeed, Polycarp obeyed the words of God and remained faithful unto death. His death came in a crowded stadium on a fateful day in AD 155. In AD 155. As at that time, he was 86 years old with features of an elderly person. Who was, who was leading the church in Simnia for several decades before that particular day. Prayerfully and faithfully, he led the church. Below, Polycarp was a leader in the time of Roman occupation of many, many Christian lands. One of the reasons used for the persecution by the Romans then is the demands that all living in the Roman Empire must see Caesar as a god. A god with a small letter G, G O D, but with a small letter. Meaning, they must see him as an idol to be worshipped. They must also confess that Caesar's spirit was divine. Hmm. These two demands were too much. Too much a bitter pit to swallow by true followers of Jesus Christ. To most of the citizens of the empire, the law was not a problem. But to believers, such as Polycarp, who was a bishop, such a confession was a law too far. He cannot countenance it. He cannot accept it. To Christians, the Lord drew a line in the sand that they could not cross. He just could not cross it. And so, as Eusebius wrote, the persecution and torture of many early Christians in that era became widespread especially in that part of Turkey, because they would not obey those two rules. After all, the first, one of the first commandments is that shall not have another God, in Exodus 20. It is not good saying that Polycarp was aware of what awaited him if he defied the orders of Rome, and he did. Perhaps Revelations 2, 8-11 serves as a reminder to him and other Christians of his time. At a particular time, because we're already foretold by John the Beloved that suffering will come to that particular church. Beloved, before long, word reached Polycarp that he was a wanted man on account of the Roman order. The Romans now decided to summon him. At first, he went into hiding to obey his supporters. His supporters were keen to keep him alive so that his death would not discourage Christians in the region. However, after much effort, the Romans located him. They located his whereabouts. He was located because he refused to hide again after learning of the suffering of the people trying to keep him away. People were actually suffering and dying, being tortured because the Romans want to know his location. So on the fateful day that he was arrested, he welcomed his arresters, offered them a meal to, to, to eat to allow him time to pray before he was taken away. Beloved, after his prayers, the prayers of Polycarp, 
He was moved to the stadium where he was told, Consider your age. Swear by the spirit of Caesar. Repent and say, Away with the 80s. But alas, Polycarp was resolute. He will not say things that he considered that are ungodly. He said to the Roman proconsul that asked him to, 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 to see those ways, First call and six years have I been serving him, referring to Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ. And he has done me no wrong. How can I blaspheme my king who saved me? Can we say that when we are under duress? Can we say that when we are being tempted to change figures where we are working because we needed money? Can we say that when we are being tempted with positions? But here we, we have a treasured leader in the early church, standing firm even in the face of in the face of death. So similar responses were provided to the proconsul until he got tired. And the proconsul now told the crowd, Polycarp has confessed that he is a Christian. Thereafter, he was born alive. Yes, beloved, Polycarp paid the highest price. He was born alive. So, what can we learn from the story of Polycarp in this episode? We'll still look at him in episode 11 as well and episode 12. But in this particular episode, we can pick out four things. Four things from his courage. Number one, Learning, number one, biblical promises. Learning from the original source leave lasting impressions. Polycarp did not learn how to be a Christian and a resolute leader from a counterfeit. He learned at the feet of John the Baptist. So the impression he has of Christ of, and of heaven could not be shaken away by tribulations and trials and storms. Number two, confidence and courage is mandatory in leadership. Just as we said it in episode 9 on account of Paul, we can say that also of Polycarp, that he was courageous and he was confident as a leader to lead, as a leader in the early church. Number three, promises. Faithfulness to believe always enrich leadership. Not when we are flip, doing flip-flop because things are not going our way. No. When we stand firm and we are faithful to believe, to doctrine, what we have learned. And several times, Apostle Paul, when writing letters to either the Corinthians or other churches, he will say, from what we have learned, remain faithful. Remember from who you have learned it. Number four. Leaders can take a godly stand without fighting back. Yes. Just as Polycarp did. He put a stop to the suffering of his followers at that time was the bishop. But that doesn't mean that he recounted. No. He went through the torture until death. He stood as a child of God. A believer in, in our Lord Jesus Christ. One that died for sharing of the good news. So we are going to take our wisdom quote from one of the epistles written by Polycarp. In this one, 
is taken from Polycarp, the Epistle of Polycarp to the Philippians. Of course, this is not part of our mainstream Bible. It's not in the New Testament or Old Testament. Here, Polycarp says, very clear, you know why we are quoting it. He said, pray also for kings and postentates and princes, and for those that persecute and hate you, and for the enemies of the cross, that your fruit may be manifest to all, and that you may be perfect in him. For us to be perfect in Christ, we must pray for our persecutors. For us to be perfect in Christ, we must pray, pray for people that oppose us, whether physically or spiritually or whatever form. Even if they are deceptively opposing us, we need to pray for them. That's how we, we expedite passive resistance. Praise the Lord. Let us pray as we close this episode. We'll continue with Polycarp in episode 11. Father, we thank you for this episode of Polycarp. We thank you for the kind of leadership that it demonstrated. Confidence and courage until then. Father, help us to be faithful to the very end in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us the courage and faith, even the faith of fire in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name, we are Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.